Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely amazing day today. Be praying for everybody out west again. There's a lot of wildfires that have started up, I guess, as if 2020 has not been crazy enough. <laughs> the wildfires out there have been horrendous again with a lot of the smoke. They're now saying the smoke from California wildfires is now visible all the way into Kansas. It's so high up. So this is something that's always rough for everybody involved out there. California's experienced significant drought for years, which I do not think was an accident due to weather manipulation. That's just my opinion on the research that I've looked at. But again, it definitely doesn't make it you know, easy to deal with for everybody out there. So I encourage everybody, again, make sure you're getting prepared with a lot of stuff that's going on right now. As people have seen, Wisconsin, all these different states right now are falling further and further into civil unrest. And the reason why I don't talk about a lot of these incidences is because not only are you bringing notoriety to a lot of the very violent, militant, terroristic behavior that BLM and Antifa are producing, it also in turn is a distraction. You have to understand what's being done here is these guys, in some cases, a large percentage of these individuals involved in these groups are being paid to do this. This is how the communist takeover is done in every single country, including the Bolshevik Revolution, which you can look at, and I've discussed in detail. If you have not looked at that, you're a new listener, please do so. This is a very aggressive attempt to basically create as much civil unrest and strife as you can possibly have in this country. This is not being done by accident, and this is not being done by the sentiment of, oh, we want all black lives to matter. Now, you may have a few individuals that really do share that true sentiment about that phrase, but in my opinion, from what I've seen and the people I've talked to and law enforcement and so forth, a large percentage of these people involved in this, that are involved in these shootings, that are involved in these burglaries, that are involved in these fire bombings are doing this on a regular basis because that's what they're supposed to do. I mean, New York, I told you guys yesterday, has become so violent up there. They had over 30 shootings this weekend, a few days ago. The weekend before that, I think they had 48 people shot. Um, you go see videos, if anybody's seen it, of New York. It's a, it's a ghost town for the most part. I mean, the, every single mainstream high-end store in the area downtown is all boarded up as high as they can pretty much make it. I mean, it's, it's, it's shut down right now. And what's crazy about this is the more this continues to occur, the more tension and aggression and negative energy it's going to produce. This is why I told everybody, stay away out of them. Stay from a lot of that stuff. Stay out of it. You know, I saw a video the other day of, I think it was, and counter-protesters that were allegedly patriots having some type of wooden stick and shield sparring match with these Antifa groups, and they're spraying each other back and forth with mace. One of the dumbest things I've seen in a while. And a lot of people are like, oh, the Patriots are fighting back. No, that's not the Patriots fighting back. That's a bunch of goons that want to go pick up wooden shields and go get in confrontations with Antifa in the middle of the street and be cool on Instagram and YouTube. That's all that was. Once it starts going to that route and there's no other option left and we have to defend our country and our family, we're not going to be using wooden shields and mace. I'm just going to leave it at that. And the thing about it is right now, and I encourage everybody, make sure you're being very cautious 
when you go places and even at your own home. The other day, I told uh, Hagman Shuck brought this up. Lana was at the house by herself with the kids. Middle of the morning, like 11 o'clock in the morning, somebody rang the front doorbell. We don't have our big gate in yet. It's just open so people can drive in our driveway. Still trying to get a lot of stuff on the house finished up. Guys at the front door in plain clothes. Lana opens up the speakeasy. I got a custom door done, so he basically has a security speakeasy you open up in the middle, so you don't have to open up the door to speak to anybody. And she opens up, and this guy in plain clothes, mask on, with a notepad. He goes, oh, I'm here with the Census Bureau. I need to speak to you. She goes, uh, no. No, no, thank you. And he goes, well, you have to answer these questions. I'm with the Census Bureau. She goes, I don't have to answer anything. You don't have a search warrant. I do not have to give you any type of information. You need to leave my property now or I'm having you trespass one by law enforcement. You're not wearing a name tag. You're not wearing a company shirt. You're not doing anything but walking up to my door in plain clothes with a mask on, allegedly telling me you're with the Census Bureau. Do not come back to my home. Get off my property now. She shut the door, or shut the speakeasy, never opened the door, left it, you know, double deadbolted. And I was very proud of her. I told her, I said, this is, you don't, it's sad we've reached that time in America right now, but this is where we're at, and you have to be vigilant. On top of that, if you really think the Census Bureau needs to go and send people out on foot to go to every single door in the entire country to ask people how many people are in their house to find out who actually is in this country, I'll be honest with you, you're not real bright. I'm not telling my customer or my listeners that, but if you actually believe that, there's some swamp property down here in Florida. They monitor everything you do, everywhere you go, everything you say, everything you text, every email you look at, every website you do, every keystroke you make, every single thing about your life's monitored on a 24-7 basis, and you think they have to send somebody to your house to find out how many people are in your home? No. It's called intel gathering. They've done this for decades now. You could easily have this information already basically deciphered and put out there, but they don't want to do that. They want to make sure, and I found this out from a buddy of mine who basically worked in social services for a while. The individuals that are in the Census Bureau, that information that they take down, it's not just necessarily about your whole family who's there. They can take notes about anything, whether or not you have a three-year-old baby in the front yard in a diaper running around, whether or not you have dogs at the house, whether or not anything occurs, it goes into a file. They can take notes on any of it. Once it goes into a file, that's a federal database that can be opened up at any time by any agency for any reason whatsoever, and they can use it to compile more evidence on you if they ever choose to do so. Now, majority of people don't have anything to hide. So why am I saying this? I'm saying this. You should value your privacy. If you want to go fill something out online for the Census Bureau, do so. But having somebody come back to your house at your front door and harass you and try to make you answer questions, this happened years ago with the last time we had the census at Dad's house. You remember about that, Dad. So this is something that, again, be aware of on why they're doing this and understand the real cause for it. And it's not to find out how many people are in this country. The last the census data thing that I received about 10 years ago, uh, they basically, it was about 50, 60 pages long. They wanted to know who lived in my house, how many years they were in college, what their full educational background, what their jobs were, what their current employment status was, and what their income was. Now, I'm going to repeat that. They want to know where you worked, what you did, how much college you had, and what your income was. That's way beyond the census. It's way beyond. In fact... I ended up just throwing it away. And then they sent somebody and left a note on the gate. So I gave, basically, I, I gave it to my attorney. He said, take care of this for me. Because it was a $100 fine not to comply. I'm like, whatever. 
You bill me the hundred bucks. I'm not going to answer all these questions. See, that's complete and total invasion of privacy. It's, it's, they don't have to ask you questions like that. Like Austin said, they already know what you're doing. They already know how many people are there. There's enough cameras all over the place. They already know who goes where and what, and they can track your phone wherever you are and where you ever live. Anyhow, so the ultimate. It's like it's like the stupid SpaceX landing a capsule in the Gulf of Mexico a few weeks ago. That idiotic thing they did. That was showing. That was show smoke and mirrors. They're so far beyond that. Are we talking 1940, 50 rocket technology that we can't have a, a spaceship land or an aircraft land? We've been landing this shuttle for 30 years, for heaven's sakes, and now we're telling you that we can't land a spaceship that goes out to space? We have to splash down? Remember, I personally believe it was dropped off a C-130 transport plane with a parachute with nobody in it. Remember, they wouldn't open it when they got it on the ship. They recovered it. They picked it up. They put it in a sealed room, closed all the doors. And then they opened it. Well, what they did is they put people in it that took a bunch of staged photos. The breakaway civilization that we have is so far advanced over anything you could possibly imagine. We actually have interdimensional spaceships as far as I'm concerned. I believe that. I mean, we've retro-engineered this stuff. I personally believe we've been to Mars. I personally believe we've been to the moon repeatedly, and it wasn't with Apollo. I personally believe that we are so far advanced with this breakaway technology, including these deep underground military bases and all the genetic engineering that's being done by these quote-unquote extraterrestrial fallen angels slash weirdo demon things, whatever they are. We basically have no idea. I think we're so in the dark that everything they're telling us is a lie like William Casey said they wanted it to be. That's where we are right now. And then we have this circus clown act that's going on with the doggone Trump campaign and the Biden campaign. That, if you notice, guys, we haven't talked much about the conventions or what they're saying. Well, there's a reason for that. It's all crap. It's all garbage. It's all designed to manipulate you and to basically get you into a fear-based mindset. That's all it is. So I don't promote that. I don't talk about it. I already told you. Donald Trump is going to win probably in a landslide victory as long as he does what APAC and Israel tells him to do and the CFR tells him what to do. He's going to, there's nobody else they're going to put in that's going to be as big of a change agent and a chaos agent as he is because they don't want these riots to stop with Antifa. They want it to get worse until we have a new world order. And if we put Biden in there, all these people that are communists are going to calm back down because the Christians aren't going to riot. They never do because we try not to. We try to be nice. These other people, these atheist, communist weirdos, they don't care. So, by the way, I want to thank you guys. It's, this is, I mean, I mean this very sincerely. Uh, my, my emails have slowed way, way down. Uh, yesterday, I changed my screenshot on my iPad, and, and one of our listeners, Gene, I sent the new picture I put on the screenshot, and, you know, he called me back, and he says, do you really have 26,838 unanswered emails? I said, yeah. I mean, it shows it on the screen. 26,838 unanswered emails. Now, let me give you a little newsflash. A whole bunch of them ain't ever going to get answered, probably probably 95% of them. So I'm sorry. I can't do it all. <laughs> I just can't do it all. I can't answer 26,000. I can't even go delete them. Do you know how long it would take to, long it would take to delete 26,000 emails? So I just have to let it go. So if you've emailed me, and I haven't gotten back with you. It ain't nothing to do with you. It's just it's the fact that I cannot physically do it. Now, and thank you. Some of you guys are sending me 10, 15, 20 emails a day. I, I, th that, that really stacks the numbers up. And thank you for stopping that. I've even had to ask a lot of you to calm down on the Twitters, so the tweets you're sending me, not the tweets, the, uh, the texts you're sending me. 
because it's just, again, I don't have time to answer three or four hundred texts a day. I don't have time. You know, I've got to do show prep. I've got other things going on. I've got all kinds of stuff happening in my life. And I really thank you guys for backing off me personally and letting me have a little bit of air to breathe. Thank you so much. Now, there's one thing I want to cover that, you know, we didn't have a chance to talk about it the other day. I got posted in the United Kingdom. And the social distancing sign said, look away when passing other people. Basically, don't make eye contact with other people. Now, you know, that's a problem for me. Look away when passing other people. In other words, pass each other quickly and look away, peasant. Now, it doesn't say peasant, but, you know, are we supposed to, like, crawl on our hands and knees now? If they tell people the coronavirus lives at 48 inches above, you've got to crawl on your hands and knees to basically stay out of the vapor trail of the coronavirus, I can guarantee you if people were physically able to do it, they would be crawling on their hands and knees. It's, no, it's gotten to that point. It's gotten to the point of complete and total insanity. And so I, I really, when I saw this sign, I thought, you know, peasants are supposed to look at each other. You know, back in the old days with King George and all the other guys, the people who went to meet with him, they, they were told, never make eye contact with the king or with these monarchies. Don't make eye contact. Look down, look down. As soon as you see them, bow. Look down, look down. Get on your knees if you have to. But don't look at them in the face. Don't look at them. You know, don't do that. Because you're a peasant. Because you want royalty. Because they're supposed to be from some descendant from some benign Nephilim, sons of the fallen, fallen angel mess, DNA. I mean, where'd the royalty come from to start with? I mean, think through that one for a second. So this, to me, is very aggravating when I see signs like this in England because it kind of reminds me of what in the heck we had to do to get England back out of here. Oh, by the way, Reuters article came out. Blackstone, Rothschild Investment House, to inquire Ancestry.com for $4.7 billion. There you go. We have warned you and warned you and warned you by sending your DNA samples in. This stuff is going to be sold and sold and resold and marketed. Like also said, if they give you a coronavirus virus <laughs> via a vaccine and they change your DNA, they're going to say they now own your vaccine and own your DNA because they've changed you and you're part of them. Also covered this in great detail yesterday about Monsanto. Now, one other thing, too, I've got to cover. Since I, since I saddled the pony on this the other day, on yesterday, I've got to finish this for just one second, and I really don't want to because it's gone basically absolutely sideways. Jerry Falwell is in the process, supposedly, of resigning from Liberty University. And now, guys, if you've got kids listening right now, please tell them to go in the other room or cover their ears or pause the show. Basically, these guys are a bunch of sicko, weirdo perverts. His wife carried on a seven-year extramarital affair with this young pool boy, and there's a photograph of her standing on the beach kissing him. And basically the pool boy now has come forward and says that Jerry Falwell, while he was having sex with Jerry Falwell's wife, would watch what was going on. In addition to that, Jerry Falwell sent a bunch of risque pictures of himself, of his wife, basically half-naked pictures of his wife, to a bunch of friends. Now, this all got, you know, Cohen, Trump's ex-attorney, involved in all this, trying to get these pictures back. And now, let's stop for one second. I'm, I'm going to say something. This is my opinion, okay? When someone starts sending you pictures of their wife or their girlfriend, 
dressed provocatively, okay, there's a possibility that they're trying, you're out trolling around to see what you're going to say. An article I'm reading right now basically said, Falwell shared a photo of his wife wearing what appeared to be a French-made costume as a thank you to her personal trainer, the one she was having sex with. Now I can see a photo of Miss Falwell in a one-piece bathing suit befitting their modest Christian lifestyle. Laugh, laugh. Perhaps with a before-after split, perhaps in her running togs, but in a French-made outfit. This is the article says. Nobody in a monogamous couple does that. Nobody. The only people who share sexy pictures of their spouses and perhaps talk incessantly about their sex life, which Falwell was doing, with non-participants are swingers who are hoping you are a swinger too and you might want in on the fun. Guys, there's a subculture out there of swingers. We've talked about this before because Roger Stone used to be involved with it, putting his wife out with all these other men. He's not doing that anymore. Thank God he's become a Christian now, and I want to believe he's saved. But personally, I don't believe that Jerry Falwell is saved. They've also released a telephone call now of him and his wife, Jerry Falwell and his wife, talking to the pool boy. And his wife, Becky Falwell, is discussing the extramarital affairs that Jerry Falwell is having on her with other women that he's hooking up with and basically having sex with. And he's doing it on a regular basis, and he wants her to get used to it. This is some sick, sick garbage. Now, Falwell was supposed to take and do a resignation last night, is what we were told on the news and the media. But as of this morning, he had crawfished late last night and would not sign the paperwork. Apparently, he's trying to negotiate a golden parachute on the way out from Liberty University because he's no, he knows he ain't going to be on the Christian speaking circuit. It ain't going to happen. Okay, He's a pervert. So here he is. He's in a situation where he now is basically sitting there under contract with Liberty wanting to negotiate his exit strategy. But in the meantime, he invested, had Liberty invest millions of dollars with this pool boy buying like a gay retreat hostel, gay-friendly hostel with a liquor lounge underneath. He said, I mean, this thing, and they're using Liberty University money to do all this crazy stuff with these kids that they're apparently having his wife or him seduce. Now, I'm going to say one more thing. At this point, I've got to say this because I have been exposed to this before in Christendom. I would not be surprised if Jerry Falwell, my opinion, is bisexual. That's my opinion. And we've got a whole mess going on now with all of this stuff. And so this stuff is so nauseating to me, it makes me want to puke out the door. I mean, I cannot believe that this is going on. I mean, the pool boy now is saying that Jerry liked to watch him have sex with Jerry's wife. I mean, I don't. that's why I told you guys, you got to get the kids out of here. Now, why am I talking about this, and why am I exposing this dirty laundry to the media? Good question. It was the lead story on Drudge yesterday, all day. It was on the front page of Drudge. And millions and millions and millions and millions and tens of millions of people, hundreds of millions of people globally now have heard about this. It was one of the lead stories on Daily Mail out of England. It's completely gone international. So why do I bring this up to you guys? Here's why. I have seen this so much in Christianity. It's no different than in the world. There's so much of this in the world, too. When these guys get to positions of power where they're having their private jets 
and they become worth hundreds of millions or billions of dollars. And I'm not saying they all do it, but a big percentage of them do it. They go sideways because the love of money is the root of all evil. And these guys start loving money and power and prestige more than they do the Word of God, if they ever love the Word of God. Now there's other pictures that have surfaced now of Jerry Falwell and his entire family going to a dance club down in Miami, partying with a bunch of booze, you know what I mean, drinks in hand, all this crazy stuff, and all of a sudden you say, wait a minute, don't they have like a no-alcohol policy at Liberty University? Absolutely, yes. Can't you be thrown out of Liberty University for doing this? Absolutely, yes. Didn't his father find and found Liberty University back in the early 70s? Yes. Doesn't Liberty University have over 100,000 students, making it the largest Christian university that I know of on the planet? Absolutely, yes. So guys, think through this with me. And this is why I tell you guys over and over and over, know who you're dealing with and who you're supporting when it comes to Christianity. I've had my good friend, Dr. Mark Retlin, on the show before. And I told you we sponsored 17 Thai girls, ended up being 19 Thai girls. They've got all the girls in now. And I want to thank you guys for continuing to help us support these kids over there. It cost me about right at about $1,800 a month for, to sponsor those. And so when you guys help us through Health Masters with your donations, it helps to do that. And here's why I tell you this, because the money that we get in from you guys doesn't cover the cost of this, by the way. You know, we, we, we cover the rest of it. But the point is this. We've got to be supporting organizations that are doing what's right, that are doing what's right in God's eyes. And we've got to look and see what's going on in organizations that aren't doing what's right. I mean, think about it for a second. If I had a child right now in Liberty University, I would pull that child out and I'd probably put him in Southeastern University. I would. I'd, I'd yoke him just because of this. The fact that the Board of Regents and the Board of Governors for the Liberty University has not forced this resignation and told this man to leave and basically pound salt with your stupid golden parachute. We're done. See, if Jerry Falwell was involved, my opinion here, I come again now, with a misappropriation of funds or quid pro quo using Liberty University's resources, that could go into a criminal charge. So this is a major, major mess for the largest Christian university in the United States, probably the largest one in the world. And I feel sorry for all of the good people that have gone to Liberty and all of the good people that are still there and that work there that this clown has done this and has tarnished the image of the university and the Falwell name like this. Austin, what do you think, bud? Yeah, absolutely. It is sad to see that because that's been a very big name in the Christian community and Christian university world for years. Also, to another news, this is interesting because I've been watching a lot of aspects of how they're trying to play this game now with the World Health Organization and trying to pretty much gave these guys carte blanche to do anything they want. And now because the United Nations tied in with the WHO, tied in with the United States, we're about to get drugged into something very, very strange. I saw an article last week, the end of last week, about the World Health Organization, and it said the vaccine will be a vital tool in the global fight against the coronavirus, but it won't end the COVID-19 pandemic on its own. Then it goes on to say here something very strange. It says world leaders and public must learn to manage the virus and make permanent adjustments to their daily lives. At the same time, we will not, and I'm quote, this is from the World Health Organization Director General Tedros, uh, 
get braces. I probably butchered that, but whatever. He said during a news conference on Friday from the agency's Geneva headquarters, and I quote, at the same time, we will not and cannot go back to the way things were. So apparently a virus that has a you know 99.7% survivability rate is just so horrific that we cannot absolutely go back to the old America. We're in this this point right now, and you have to look at this. You have to really open your eyes and see what's going on. We're in this point right now. It's a very tipping point to where we either try to reclaim America the best we can, or it tips the other way and it falls into the new world order global government. We're right, we're right in that fence area right now, right? We're teetering on the fence like a seesaw. They're trying to do every single thing they can. And what's crazy about it is even the headlines even warn, you know, the coronavirus vaccine alone won't end the pandemic. You know, we won't go back to normal. Well, then you turn around now, and the World Health Organization chief just came out yesterday and said that they now have 172 countries signed up for a global COVID-19 vaccine distribution plan. <laughs> and they go... He goes on to say, under the COVAX plan, 2 billion doses of the vaccine will be ready to be distributed across the globe by 2021. Are you kidding me right now? It's interesting. He goes on to say here, vaccine nationalism only helps the virus. The success of COVAX facility hinges not only on countries signing up to it, but also filling up key funding gaps. There you go. So they're going to want hundreds of billions of dollars again to make sure that everybody can get their little COVAX show. And they already have planned over 2 billion vaccines ready for distribution by the beginning of next year. And always remember, guys, this vaccine has never been tested long term. And I told you yesterday from the Financial Times, it is reported from inside the White House that the Trump administration is now trying to get emergency authorization to bypass FDA full regulations on the COVID vaccine, meaning they will not have to meet all the requirements in order to get this COVID vaccine out on the market, which is an RNA vaccine, which has never been tested long-term in human research whatsoever. It's never been approved for human usage before this whole COVID incident. So be aware of what's going on and see what's really happening now. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting, all, all 77 positive COVID tests for NFL players have now been confirmed they were false Positives. Now, you guys know I'm not a big fan of the NFL, but what they're trying to do here, the reason why I'm bringing this up, this is why I'm bringing this up. This is, again, more theater for everybody. We already know we've been saying this for months, months, that the COVID tests were massively manipulated. We already said for months that the COVID death numbers massively manipulated. In numerous cases I personally know of, people that have died or become seriously injured or sick prior to this, and all of a sudden they die and they put them down as a COVID death. Same thing goes for testing. People that not even didn't even get tested got put down and listed just because their name popped up on something. The NFL is a full-blown globalist agency. It's a company that's completely and totally dug down deeper than a snake's belly in a wagon rut in the globalist agenda. They have been hemorrhaging cash left and right now. So now they don't know what to do because everybody's basically saying, COVID's bad, COVID's bad, COVID's bad, it's killing everybody. The same rhetoric every single day. And now you have the NFL needing to start up their games because they've got to start generating some money, which I absolutely hope and encourage our listeners do not support 
this globalist communist pushing company. But that being said, now they're trying to say that all the players that have been tested now had false positives and that basically they need to look at necessary actions to ensure the safety of the players. But this means that they've been doing a good job and they need to allow the NFL to start playing again. And so again, here you have a group that has been shown to not only push their agenda and not support American values, but in turn has been used as a globalist mouthpiece and TV monitor through their commercials, through their halftime shows, and so forth. And so that's one thing they have to get back going is the NFL to keep people occupied so they can sit in front of their television, put their favorite jersey on, drink their beer, their diet soda, and pretend they're part of the group so they can do something positive again and feel like they're a part of the tribe. This is something to be very, very aware of. Also, too, in other news, New Jersey Jim, I've talked about repeatedly, the facility, Atlas Gym up there, who's gotten, the owners have gotten arrested numerous times. They've had their doors boarded up. They've been fined on a daily basis now. Their attorney has now found out a way to allow them to stand their ground. I've got to give these guys credit. A lot of people have criticized them, said, oh, this is ridiculous. They're just being rebellious. No, they're not being rebellious. They're standing their ground for their constitutional rights to be able to operate freely in America. They did not break any laws. They broke unconstitutional statutes that were thrusted upon upon them unlawfully and without any type of voting or due process. This is something that's very key, you have to understand, in this country. These guys are standing up for all of our rights. So what they found is now they got their attorney involved, and they found that because they the state was going to continue just absolutely doing everything they could to just blast them down there and not allow them to open up. They found out now that they have set, via constitutional law, their gym is now a political campaign rally point for rally location candidate Metha to unseat Cory Booker, the hardcore leftist communist Democrat in New Jersey. So they're saying now that this is a campaign rally point and that people can come in to exercise their rights as they see fit. And apparently the state has had no rebuttal. Now, that doesn't mean the state's going to try some further totalitarian approach to shut them down. But I got to give these guys, they got some grit. And they are absolutely not going to go silently into the night. They have gone national now all across the country for making sure they will not and they absolutely cannot be shut down no matter how many times they're arrested or boarded up, even at the massive expense and the massive amount of attorney fees and jail and everything else they've been experiencing, they are not going to back down. They have saddled this pony. They're going to ride it to the end. So I commend these guys for doing everything they can, Dad, to stand their ground up there in such a liberal state like New Jersey. Well, you know, I'll give these guys credit because some of the New Jersey boys, some of the New York boys, they're, they're some hardcore, you know, people up there. I mean, these people are tough. And, uh, you know, getting a fight with you, look at you. I mean, if I've seen that, I mean, New York, you try to – jaywalk across the front of a taxi, you may get run over, you get cussed at while they're running you over. I mean, it's awful. So you better you better learn to you know be nice to the people up there or at least stand your ground or you're going to get just trampled. So I'm glad that New Jersey is, is basically doing what they need to do to try to stop this absolute farce of shutting their gym down and these ridiculous social distancing rules that they're trying to put on everybody. And You know, the thing about it is these guys are being pretty good as far as what they were doing, but it wasn't good enough. Wasn't good enough. 
Oh, by the way, Russia is now releasing a new S-500 missile series that basically is the final testing phase of a Prometheus system, they're calling it, that's a hypersonic missile that can actually knock out satellites and travel into space. Well, I thought that's pretty cool. By the way, it's getting worse with every shock. One bank turns apolyptic on the coming end game. And, and what's crazy about what's going on right now with the stock market is that it's still going up. I mean, it's almost hard to believe it is. It's just almost amazing it's still going up if what's going on in the stock market. Now, there's been some reshuffling now of, of the Dow Industrial Average that the people they're putting in the Dow because I guess they couldn't manipulate them well enough or keep their numbers high enough. So they're doing that to continue to try to make their numbers seem better and better and better. By the way, this thing uh, in, in Wisconsin is, is getting really out of hand. I know many of you saw the, the video, and I saw it this morning of the black guy getting shot, I think, five or six times in the back when he's trying to get into his minivan with his three kids in the back looking when he tried to break out. But he was out there trying to break up a fight with some other people, some other women. I mean, it's a mess. So I don't know what he was doing in the minivan. I don't know if they were scared if he was reaching for a gun. I don't know what happened with all that. But all I know is these cops, these police officers, and especially in these liberal cities, these democratically controlled cities, they need to start paying, paying attention to what they're doing. You know, what have been the worst thing that happens? They fussed at the guy. He broke up a fight. He gets in the van. And he drives away. Okay? Get his tag number. Get a picture of him. You got him on your cell phone. You got him on your, you got him on your lapel camera. Wait until things calm down. He's got three kids in the back of the van. Continue the investigation in a couple of days. Just go by his house, knock on his door, say, hey, we're here to talk to you about what happened the other night in the van, and just be nice. And just let, let him tell his side of the story instead of shooting him. Now they're saying he's paralyzed. I mean, it's unbelievable with what's happening in the United States right now that these police officers can't stop it as far as shooting black people. Let it go. Leave it alone. Let them go. Just be done with it. I mean, now, if they're involved in a criminal thing, like if they're conducting, a, if they're involved with a felony, this was a domestic disturbance. The guy gets shot over. It. And then one guy gets shot in Atlanta, sleeping at the doggone Wendy's restaurant or wherever he was, you know, in the car, and he ends up getting shot in the back and killed. I mean, what the heck? Sometimes it's not worth escalating stuff. Let me tell you, I had a friend of mine. His name was Dwayne Pickle. Haven't seen him in many, many years. I haven't seen him in oh gosh, close to thirty years, over thirty years. He was a police officer in Tallahassee. He may have already passed away. I don't know. He's had some health issues last time I talked to him many years ago. And he said one day he was driving in his car and he was in downtown Tallahassee. And he said a Lamborghini came buzzing by him. He's doing about sixty in a thirty-five mile an hour zone. So Wayne said, Dwayne said he turned his lights on for the Lamborghini to basically get pulled over. Now we didn't see very many Lamborghinis in Tallahassee. You see a lot of them down in Miami, but you don't see them here. And back then, it was, back then it probably was a Countach. And he said the guy hit another gear, barked the tires on it, and took off. I said, turn my light off, made the next right-hand turn, and I just pretended like I didn't see him. And I said, why do you do that? He goes, Ted, he goes, do I really want to be in a high-speed chase in a car that I can't catch, running through downtown Tallahassee, going through red lights, probably endangering other people and basically pedestrians, and students. He goes, I'm not going to get involved in that. He goes, too much paperwork. It is too big a risk. I thought, well said. We've got police officers here in town. Also, that Austin knows, I'm not going to mention any names, they won't even write tickets because it's too dangerous. They won't stop somebody for not stopping at a red light when they're turning right on red and they roll through or they roll through a stop sign. They don't want to be involved in it. 
because they don't want to get shot over a ticket like that. Now, again, if somebody's robbing a bank, if somebody's just shot someone, if someone has just committed a felony or they're in the act of committing a felony, okay, you may have to run them down. You may have to pull the pistol off. Heck, you may have to shoot them to stop the doggone crime from occurring. It's like if they're raping somebody. But getting in your minivan to leave with your kids, sleeping in a parking lot, I mean, this is ridiculous. Passing a fake $20 bill, you know, there gets to be a point where you have to ask these guys, what's it really worth doing this and what's the cost? Or, or smoking a, a joint of marijuana and, and arresting them for it, putting them in jail for years because they got caught with, you know, more than X amount of grams. I mean, really, if they weren't distributing, really? There, there has to be a point when the police start to realize that just maybe hiring ex-military people who like to shoot and kill people isn't probably the best idea. Probably not the best idea to do that. And have better types of, how should I say, mental screening of these guys. You don't really need somebody with PTSD who likes to shoot people acting like a cop who just got back from Afghanistan. It's not probably a good choice. thought I'd mention this, that people are continuing to do this, and it's not seemed to be getting any better, by the way. I don't eat pork, but the U.S. pork, frozen pork supplies have plunged to a near decade low. That's bad, because quite frankly, this is all part of the food supply. I mean, we're trying to get as much organic, storable food in as we can. We keep selling out before it gets here, so we'll, we'll keep you guys posted on that. By the way, as Sweden's COVID-19 measures are now hinting at herd immunity, the U.S. experts are starting to rethink the lockdown strategies. News headline. I don't believe that for one second. I don't believe for one second that they're starting to rethink the strategies. They're doing the exact strategy they want to do right now with the United States. <laughs> Here's another interesting story. Police, riot police storm a Paris bar over no social distancing, unless you think it's just happening here. I mean, they're in a bar, okay? I guess just talking to each other, drinking, whatever. Footage out of Paris, France shows riot police storming a bar and beating people with truncheons, batons, because they were not properly socially distancing. Instead, occurred at the Champions League final between the Paris Saint Germain and Bayern Munich, and the, the bar goers were watching on the television. Around a dozen fully knitted out, fully riot cops, basically in military garb, raided the bar and violently removed the people from the presence, the premises. More than 200 people received a police caution for not wearing face masks as they were beaten. The incident has even made more bizarre than the fact that the people inside the bar were behaving peacefully while the actual riots were taking place across the rest of the city. According to Russia Today, the streets of the French capital descended into chaos with multiple incidences of vandalism and looting. Guys, civilians has gone out the door. So you got to understand something. When we threw Jesus Christ out, okay, which is what we've done in the United States, in our schools, and they did long ago in Europe. In fact, they made sure people didn't go to Europe's churches because they charge you a church tax of 10% of your gross income if you go to church, which they distribute evenly to the churches they desire to be the most fit or cults or whatever. In other words, if you make 100 thousand a year. They take 10000 out of your paycheck and they just distribute it. That's why very few people tithe at churches in Europe. That's why the churches have all pretty much shut down, gone bankrupt, and closed because people don't go there anymore. Well, now they've done that, haven't they? 
They've taken Christ out. They've shut our churches down too, haven't they? They, 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 really, they really shut ours down. Now they're telling them in California they can't even sing and praise God or be in church. And they're doing it all over the country like this, requiring and forcing social distancing measures in these churches. A lot of them are still requiring masks. And what have they done? They're continuing to remove Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Lamb of God, the Prince of Peace, from all of our minds and all of our businesses and all the stuff that we do and think. And then what happens? If we don't have the thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. What happens when all of these things that we've had for thousands of years go away? We go into anarchy. This is what we see. Full riot control police beat you because you're in a bar watching a doggone soccer game, and it's okay. I mean, it's unbelievable this stuff is actually happening and happening at this regularity right now. By the way, previewing Powell's, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, Jackson Hole meeting, they're now saying, buy gold in case it all goes wrong. So what the heck does that even mean? Buy gold in case it all goes wrong? Are they telling us it's about to all go wrong? They're trying to do everything they can to manipulate their flow of money, aren't they? Another one, another in Spain. Woman is beaten by cops for not properly wearing a face mask. Apparently, she wasn't covering her nose properly, so she was beaten by the police officers because she didn't want to listen, I don't guess. So the video clip out of Spain shows police officers beating two women with batons because they were not properly wearing their face masks. Peasant! How dare you try to wear a face mask so you can breathe? The footage shows the two females, women involved in a confrontation with a female officer who then beats them across the arms and upper body. One of the women appears to have suffered a serious injury as a result of the beating. I mean, you're not wearing your face mask, right? So we're going to be the Nazi here? Then, guys, this is me. The Nazis didn't do stuff like this. I talked about this the other day. You know, from 33 to 39, there wasn't any of this stuff going on like that in Nazi Germany. There wasn't any stuff going on like this. This is, you know, after Hitler took power and they were dealing with saboteurs and everything else. They were asking for papers and they'd take people away. But they would just stand there and beat you because you have a face mask on. I mean, it's almost hard to believe this is actually happening right now. Oh, by the way, ISIS, another terrorist attack on a Syrian gas line, has triggered a nationwide blackout of electricity in Syria. Oh, that's right. That's ISIS, right? Yeah, do you, does anybody really believe that anymore? Remember, Syria's right there, right next to Israel again. And Israel routinely bombs Syria all the time, all the time, all the time. It's like Lebanon. This, again, with this pipeline explosion, has Mossad all over it. Sounds to me like another F-16 came in with another bit of ordinance and kind of dropped it somewhere there and blew up a pipeline. Let's, let's punish all the, the goyim as best we possibly can so to make sure they don't have electricity, so they can't run their water supplies, they can't cook, they can't heat, they can't cool. They can't do anything in their homes without power. Let's, let's, let them, let's make sure that we punish them more and more and more. How dare the peasants want electricity? Wow. Officer, what do you think, bud? That's well said, man. And I mean, and one thing you were saying about this as far as with the issue that we've still seen with incidents is you have to remember, too, what is going on with the communist left and these terrorist groups? it in turn is going to cause more incidences 
like the one we just saw with the guy getting into the minivan and basically being shot. Now, that was a whole horrific situation. It really was. I mean, uh, it, it's sad to see stuff like that happen, especially with kids in the car. and They have to see that. I mean, that's, that's rough. The issue you have to think about, though, and I'm not justifying any of this, but I'm saying this is a side effect of the communist indoctrination that they're forcing upon everybody through their violent and militant rioting and pillaging and firebombing almost every major city now at some point in time. These officers are so stretched out right now, and they're so on edge to literally any single thing, because you got to think about it. Most of them, for the most part, unless they're just complete, you know, psychotic, you know, retired contractor mercenaries, which most of them aren't. I've only known a few of these guys that actually really enjoyed that type of, you know, violent behavior. But most of them are people. You know, they see the same thing we do, except way more. They're dealing with this on a daily basis. They're dealing with violence every single day now because they simply pull somebody over. And all of a sudden, the cameras come out, and the trash talking starts, and everything goes down the line. And so at any point in time, you don't know whether or not, while you're talking to somebody, if all of a sudden you're going to have a Glock 17 come out of a window and shoot you in the face. I talked to my buddy, came over yesterday, his sheriff's department, he came right. over yesterday with his daughter, and we hung out for a while. And, you know, yeah, a lot of them, a lot of them are right now, they're like, dude, I'm not, I'm not getting involved in anything. The problem is if you get a phone call to a domestic disturbance and there's a fight, you have to dispatch to it, and then you get involved in it, you can't just let it go away anymore because if that fight goes somewhere else and somebody else gets knifed or shot or beaten and you were standing there and allowed people to run away from the fight that they blatantly started, it becomes an issue. So it puts you in a quandary. What do you do here? And I mean that seriously. As law enforcement, what do you do? You're there to try to protect and serve the best you can. However, you're going to deal with people that you're going to have to be able to try to handle as appropriately as possible. You're on edge. Your cortisol's through the roof 24-7, 365. And so what do you do right now? And this is, again, like I said, this is a side effect of what's happening all around the country right now. Now, there's a lot of instances that law enforcement involved in that I don't agree with. And one thing that I've told many a people, many a times, I said, the whole aspect of police defunding, that's some of the stupidest ideology I've ever heard in my life. The fact that you actually want to allow lawlessness to occur just shows you you want to be that person and that criminal to run around and spread lawlessness. That's honestly a fact. The fact of the matter is this. In my opinion, this is my opinion, I think... Officers should be much higher paid, but they should also be much higher trained. You have to get a four-year degree to go teach at a school. You have to have basically like a six-year degree, you know, a bachelor's and a master's to go teach at a college. You pretty much have to go and get your doctorate to do other aspects of it. There's years and years and years and years of schooling and training to get in these aspects. But for most cases, you know, police academy, especially if you do the fast track, it's like 16 weeks. Well, you think about that, the amount of autonomy and the amount of responsibility that is placed on your shoulders in that position for a 16-week training class like police academy is kind of troubling considering now the current state of affairs. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, they need to increase it right now or they need to do anything with it. I'm just throwing my opinion out there. I think officers should be highly trained 
and further trained in other areas, but they should also be highly paid further. You start allowing officers that have come in with a four-year police academy degree, and they're going to be trained, and they're going to have you know a seventy, eighty, ninety, hundred thousand dollar year job waiting for them. Think about this for a second. They're going to be much more apt to make sure that they do not lose their job because they're very proud of their job and how much work they put into your, their job. When you have somebody that has like nothing to lose, they have nothing to lose, and they're much more apt to act in areas and not show as much restraint, not to mention what happens when you go through a four-year degree. One of the biggest things that happens when you go through a four-year degree, it weeds out people that can't hack it. I just mean that sincerely. I've known people when I was in college, and Dad knew the same. I was an undergrad. They come in for a semester, two semesters. They party, they crash their grades, they completely drop out. Then you have the second year. They'd come in, they'd kind of do okay. But then by second or third year, majority of people that you graduate with in your four year degree, it's a small percentage of the ones you actually started college with. Very small. And so what it does is it produces something that's much more effective. That's why the college degree is so sought after in most business places. Now, I'm not trying to promote you going to college. There's a lot of trade schools you could do and other so forth. But while we're seeing this occur right now in this country with law enforcement, and we're looking at different ways to fix stuff, and we're trying to say, hey, we may have a problem in some of these major cities with the way law enforcement's conducted, why don't we sit back and have discussions on it? And that's the biggest thing that I've tried to encourage some of these folks that are so militant and Black Lives Matter supporters is that you going out and rioting and causing violence and mayhem and firebombing and looting is not doing anything but personifying the police state to come out even further against everybody. So that tells me that either the people that are involved in these groups or blatantly idiotic and moronic, or they're being paid for and supported by a communist agenda, and I go with the latter. I personally think this is a communist agenda, just like the Bolshevik Revolution, almost lockstep and key the same, to try to overthrow this country to produce as much negative energy, as much violence, as much anarchy as physically possible, so that everybody in some way, shape, or form is divisive against another person now. Why is it that you have to be either 100% only for black people, or you can be for law enforcement. Why have they put us in that box? Why have people allowed to be put in that box? Why can't you be pro-black and pro-white and pro-Hispanic and pro-law enforcement all at the same time? Why do you have to choose one or the other? Again, that's the divisive, divide-and-conquer mantra that is so aggressively pushed in the communist indoctrination, and that's exactly that's right, what we're right. seeing here in this country, Dad. Yeah, very well set off. You know, again, why does it have to be either or? I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm like Austin. Why is it you have to be black lives matter, but all lives don't matter? An interesting article just came out from the burning platform, and I'm posting it on the website now, and it said, no lives matter. <laughs> to the point, an article by Robert Gore says, the only way to control a substantial population is to murder enough that the rest are terrified into submission. But isn't really the control that's the objective? It's the murder. At root, murder stems from a grotesque hatred of oneself, which animates a craven fear of anything and everything, particularly death. Paradoxically, you have psychic desire to kill oneself and every other value. Only by understanding your enemies do we have a chance of defeating them. And you think about this. The 20th century and the two decades of this, one offer ample material to study the psychology of evil. I mean, so I'm going to post this article, and you guys need to read through this. I mean, it's very well written, and it's true. 
It's all about forcing us through fear to do what they want us to do. And now a thousand German doctors have come out and said that the COVID-19 isn't real the way they're doing it right now. That's a scam. Close to 1,000 German doctors speaking out against their governments and the WHO's official narrative. Doctors around the world joining the movement must watch and share these videos they're putting and posting on Health Masters today. So if you're a medical doctor, please post and share this. But guys, again, this backs, this this COVID thing, when it came from China, it was real. It quickly mutated. And it still contains a SARS component and an HIV component. That hadn't changed. But the virility of this stuff has gone way, way down. And they're testing everybody positive now because they're like testing you if you had a cold. Well, everybody's had a cold. So you're, everybody's testing positive. Here, here's a really good article. This came out from the Log, 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 log Republicans, I guess they're called. Log, 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 whatever they are. I'll read it in a second. It says, a new campaign ad claims that Trump is the most pro-gay president in American history, that he's much more pro-gay than Joe Biden. Log cabin Republicans. <laughs> in a nearly four-minute ad, Richard Grinnell shares a long list of reasons why he believes that Trump is more pro-gay than Biden. For those not familiar with Grinnell, he served as the U.S. ambassador to Germany, by the way, he's gay, from 2018 to 2020, and after he was appointed as acting director of the National Intelligence by Trump, by the way, let me mention again that he is gay, by Trump, but he only served a short time in that role. Right now, he's helping the Republican National Committee reach out to gay and lesbian voters, the LGBT voters, and that probably explains why he was featured in this video. President Trump is the most pro-gay president in American history. He goes, I can prove it. I mean, okay, guys, I'm just going to stop because I'm just going to get mad. I mean, why is this something we're campaigning on as Republicans? I got it that they want to be like the rest of the weirdos, but if they want to be like that, we don't need to be campaigning about it. We're campaigning on it. But just remember this. God is still on the throne, and he loves you. He loved you so much that he gave his only son for you to die for you so that you could be with him for eternity and have eternal life. And once you get born again, you're saved and you never die. You just move on to be with God when you leave this physical body. I appreciate you guys. You guys are so amazing. I had the opportunity, had a real good prayer for you guys this morning with Sharon. And I tell you what, guys, it's good to be here with you. And I'm glad to be where I am. And I'm glad that you guys are my friends. Austin, finish up. Yes, absolutely, guys. And this is what we have to continue to try to maintain is that we're all in this big, giant world together. And we have to do the best we can to work with one another. Running around screaming and yelling at people because they're not wearing a mask or getting up in people's faces while they're eating restaurants. And basically, I saw something in Washington, D.C., uh, earlier, and it, it was very troubling to me, basically, with these these terroristic BLM groups walked up to a restaurant that had an outside patio, and they demanded everybody put their fist in the air, you know, the communist Black Panther fist in the air, because that's what the Black Lives Matter group is town turned into, and a husband and wife couple, white couple, wouldn't do it. They're eating their food. And so this girl, black girl, walks over to them and starts screaming in their face while they're eating about how racist they are because they won't put their hand up in the air and is basically defying her order. And it was very troubling to me to see this level of aggression and violence. And the issue is, as I keep telling everybody, they're going to overplay their hand pretty soon, these communists are. Because that's the thing, a lot of these groups now, they're not, they're not a group that's trying to promote their agenda anymore as far as making all black lives.
lives matter, that sentiment. I agree with that sentiment 100%. That's not what they're promoting anymore. They're trying to promote full-blown anarchy and chaos along with bringing in communism afterwards. You have to understand this. And so my thing that I've told everybody is be aware, be vigilant. If you're out in public, use wisdom in what you're doing. Do not try to actively get in fights with people. You know, but if you're at your home and they basically start coming in and trying to do you great bodily harm, let them come. Like he says, in 13 hours, they're coming through. They're all standing on the annex. Let them come. Let them come. They want to do it. That's their choice. And they're going to overstep their bounds at some point. But don't be going out there trying to actively fight with these people and get in these arguments and fights and go pick up swords and shields and go have duels with them in the street with pepper spray. That's just idiotic. And it makes everybody in the Patriot community look like a bunch of clowns. So, again, I encourage everybody, thank you for the continued support of Healthmasters. Com. I appreciate everything you guys continue to do for us. Be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com. told you guys yesterday we have more and more food buckets coming in every single week. The organic USDA food buckets on the website right now at healthmasters.com. And also, to be sure to check out the product of the week, the Ultimate Multiple Powder. Last day of sale today. Tomorrow, we'll see what wins. It looks like the joint rebuilding and the attention factor and the CoQ10, they're all going neck and neck. So be sure to vote for what you want to see win tomorrow at healthmasters.com. We really appreciate you. Thank you for getting this information out there, forwarding the show. Heck, just talking to people and waking them up about what's going on, guys. Everything we can do will make a difference. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.